You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hi there. You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, episode 166. You probably noticed there was no show last week. There were lots of reasons for that. The first being that I planned on finally doing the show about interracial couples and blended families, and I really wanted to add in an interview with that for you. However, this month I had two willing families who ended up not being able to do it at the last minute. That was just a small issue, though. I can still make a show about that topic without an interview included. The real issue this last week was time and stress, which is kind of an issue every week for me, but I always still manage to get it all done most of the time because I'll push through and do it no matter how tired I am. I struggled this week with deciding whether I'd push myself to the limit by getting the show done for you or play a repeat or not do anything at all. I ended up deciding to skip it rather than bring you guys a show that was just kind of thrown together. I honestly don't know what is going on in my life right now. The universe is definitely trying to tell me something. There have been some major shifts in my life these last few months. Dramatic changes in friendships, finances, possible career changes. We've had more emotional up and downs than I'd care for all in such a short time. I'm not sure why this is happening. Gosh, I don't even know what is happening right now. But I just ran out of time this week. Every night was consumed with an issue of some type. I'm already working full-time and running the house. So the podcast, unfortunately, has to come after all of my other obligations, which are to make a living to provide for my family and to take care of my family. I'm exhausted some days, especially after cleaning four or five houses that day. I have a schedule I try to follow for the show so I can do little bits at a time, but it's never done in just the 20 minutes that you hear here on the show. There's a lot more that goes into it. And I'm learning that if I don't practice self-care, I'm going to get completely burned out and I'm trying to avoid that. So please accept my apologies for not giving you a show. Moving forward from here, I'm going to try to stay on track as much as possible. I'm frustrated because I have so much more that I want to provide you with this podcast. I have so many great ideas and plans for you, but I have no time to create them. And on top of this, recently I met someone who might have a great business opportunity for me that could potentially help me transition out of the cleaning business. I love my business, but we've been operating for over 10 years. Realistically, we're getting older and I kind of need an exit strategy in the future. I don't want to be over 50 years old cleaning homes. Not that you can't, but it's really hard work and it's hard on the body. So if all goes well, I would then have more time to dedicate to this podcast so I can create more content for you. And I'm cautious about it because it's going to be a very big change for me. The only problem with it is, is that if I do this, It's going to require extensive training for the first three months, during which time I will have to cut back on something. Unfortunately, since this podcast doesn't bring in enough money to support my entire family, I may have to temporarily cut back on some shows. 
I'm not doing this yet. Don't worry. I'm kind of preparing myself for that as well as you in case I need to cut back to two shows a month or something. I'm not really sure. And please keep in mind that if this happens, it will only be temporary just until I can get through this training time. I'm kind of waiting to see how things pan out and I've been doing some serious thinking to make sure that it's the right decision for me and my family. So please bear with me during these potential changes in my life. I'm really doing the very best I can. But the bottom line is this podcast feeds my heart, but not my wallet. Everything I put out for you is free content. I don't get paid for it. And it actually costs me quite a bit to keep it going. But you have my word that I am going to do everything I can to keep it going until I absolutely can't, okay? As far as the new business venture, I don't really wanna spill the beans just yet, but it has to do with finances and helping people, of course. That's what I like to do. One of the biggest struggles couples fight about, especially blended families, is money. So if all goes well, I'll be able to help you guys even more by being able to help you with that. And I will keep you all posted as things move forward, I promise. I got some new reviews for the show, and I always do read them here. They were all five stars, which makes me so happy. The first one from Becky V123. She says, incredibly helpful, relatable topics and solutions. Thanks for what you do. It will help me to be a better stepmom. The next one from Mommy Pod, who says, this has been a great podcast to listen to. I will be in a blended family in the future, and all the information Melissa gives has provided Great conversation starters for us to better prepare as to what to expect and what we can do now to prevent issues from arising in the future. I highly recommend for anyone considering a blended family or already in one. My only complaint, I need more episodes. Keep them coming. And then we have Zigzag Path says, very helpful. Nice and short and sweet there. The next from Evalon04 says, I really like the approach of this podcast. Melissa's experience makes it helpful and practical without being preachy or unrealistic. My fiance and I have already taken away some great nuggets of wisdom. And this last one, which I'm a bit confused about because it says it's from Blended Fam Podcast, which I don't really get because I didn't write it. So I'm not sure who this is or why they have that name listed as their name. But anyway... It says, I discovered the Blended Family Podcast last year, and now I listen to Melissa every week. She provides frank, no-nonsense advice and guidance for the many people out there trying to navigate the often muddy waters of blended family life. Well worth the listen. So thank you to everyone who submitted those reviews for me. You guys, it really does help me when you do that. It makes me more visible in iTunes so that other families can find me, and therefore I can help more people. If you have a few extra minutes, I would really appreciate it. You can access it on the podcast app if that's what you use, or you can just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com slash iTunes, and it will take you to where you need to go. Today is the last show of the month, and so it is a listener question show. Before we get to that, I have something so exciting to share with you. You've heard me talk about Songfinch before. In case you're new, Songfinch is a personalized gifting company that makes one-of-a-kind songs from scratch. Everything from the lyrics, melodies, and instrumentals are handcrafted and influenced by your feelings, memories, and stories. Last year, they made me a song for my bonus kids, which was a fun, catchy hip-hop song, which I also loved. Well, my anniversary is coming up. 
next month. And so I asked them to make me a song for my husband. This time I wanted something a bit more serious, maybe a little romantic. They just delivered it this week. And once again, I am completely blown away. You guys, these are real songwriters with amazing voices. But the part that amazes me the most is that they always come up with such great lyrics. I basically wrote down some special things about my relationship with Sean, and they came up with this song that is one of a kind and just made special for us, and I'm in love with it. And of course, I wanted you to be the first to hear it. So take a listen, here we go. Girl, you know I'm from a folded napkin had caught I had been through a lot I tried to keep things slow But it took no time for me to fall You proposed to me For everyone to see we got married on the beach The sun was shining The kids were smiling And you were waiting there for me And even in hard times and darkness Love is stronger than the sun You're my protector I'm yours forever And we're both the lucky ones
How incredible was that song, right? It's just beautiful. You've got to visit their website for more information at songfinch.com. Let me spell that for you. S-O-N-G-F-I-N-C-H, songfinch.com. The process is so easy, and you get to choose many elements of your song, like the genre or whether you want a male or female singer, plus so much more. Mother's Day and Father's Day are coming soon, as well as graduations, and I can't think of a better gift than a personalized song. And if you use my promo code, which is BLENDEDFAMILY, all in capital letters, you'll get a $20 discount. And I will also add the link in the show notes for you as well as the promo code. So in case you can't write it down right now, but I'll tell you, I couldn't be more happy with this company and what they're doing. And they are offering something so unique and special. So please go check them out. Okay. So much talking today. That's what happens when I miss a week. Let's get into our questions. Don't forget, if you want to send in a question for me to answer on a future podcast, you can send them to melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. So this first question came into the Facebook group and it was something I've never gotten before. And so it interested me. It's from Michelle. And she said, I'm having a hard time believing that a man would want to walk into a blended family situation. How do I get over this? My partner and I have been together for one and a half years. I have three children and he has none. My ex lives out of state, isn't involved, and has limited contact with our children. My oldest son, nine, has severe mental health issues and has been in crisis for the past six months. He's currently in day treatment, which requires a lot on our part with appointments and family therapy and implementing new parenting strategies and safety plans. My partner recently moved in with us and is a huge support and is basically a father figure to my children. He takes time off work to attend family therapy. He proactively listens to parenting books and we discuss strategies together. He's proven time and time again that he is all in. This isn't new behavior, but I'm having a really hard time trusting or believing that a man would choose this. I would never leave my kids and I'm completely committed to them, but I often feel overwhelmed and like I wouldn't have chosen this life. And so it confuses me that someone would. I think part of it stems from having my ex basically abandon our children, but I logically can't comprehend it. I think I probably have a jaded, unfair view of men, but why would a single man choose to take on the responsibility of a family when he could have freedom? Why would he actually choose to commit to a woman and her children? So I love this question because I think you're expressing what so many women feel who are in your position. When I was a single mom, I used to feel the same exact way. I had two small kids. I couldn't imagine anyone wanting that kind of baggage. It took me a while to get that Sean didn't care about that, that he accepted me and my children. Michelle, you have a man who has proven, in your words, has proven over and over again that he is in this with you. He loves you and he shows his commitment to you by being so involved with the kids. If he didn't want that, he just wouldn't be there. Like you said, there's nothing tying him there. He would go if he didn't want it. Maybe you're jaded from previous relationships, that happens. But I know lots of men who do step up to the plate and take care of kids who are not biologically theirs. In fact, there are a good amount in this Facebook group that you wrote to. Bottom line is, he loves you. When you love someone, it doesn't matter what else there is to deal with, whether that be problematic exes, 
children or financial burdens. Let's try this. Let's shift your perspective and change this view that you have to being thankful. You deserve a good man to love you and your kids. So have gratitude that you have found the perfect man for you and your kids. Don't question it. Let him know how thankful you are for all that he does, but stop thinking that you don't deserve this because you're depriving yourself of joy when you do that. Instead, focus on what's right in your relationship and be grateful for that. Next question. This one came to my email and I already have written him back, but I wanted to include it here because I think that it will resonate with a lot of you. And he says, you mentioned to pretend to love this kid because of your partner. What if it's taken a toll on me that the kid is just outright disrespectful, talks badly about me to cousins and friends and dad and mom that I catch her lying and her cousins are completely different when she's not around because they can differentiate. The child just doesn't give a damn about me and truly hates. And when asked, she says she has no reason and it's been going for a year. She ignores me, does what she feels, and it's impacted me in ways that I feel resentful towards my girlfriend because this is what she's raised, an entitled kid who can voice her opinion, act as she wishes, and when reprimanded, all she has to do is say in her squeaky voice, mommy, I love you, and she melts, and it's, and she's like, and it's like she's trying, and I'm like, WTF. This whole situation is just overwhelming that I even think of moving out and just having my place, but still continuing with the relationship. I don't believe the way my girlfriend's parenting is effective because the tween still gets her way, and I have brought this to her attention. How can you expect her to change when you always give her what she wants? I've been waiting patiently and letting you do it your way, and the outcome is always the same. So what is the point? Okay, so can any of you relate to this? I bet you can. Listen, you're not always going to like your stepchild, nor are all stepchildren going to like their stepparent. Raising children is already so hard, especially as a stepparent. You might think being a stepparent should be easier because you'd have less responsibilities, but it's not the case, and here's why. You can't control for their behavior, and bio parents will only have so much control in the teenage years. They are the most difficult years of all. I have three teenage daughters myself, and it's been the hardest journey so far. You do need to communicate to your partner exactly how you feel. Is the bio parent aware of the behavior? Is the bio parent aware that their child hates you? Why do you think the child hates you? There's usually a reason, and figuring that out can help you figure out how to fix it. I really needed to know more information from this listener to be able to help him get to the bottom of this. But if you find yourself in a similar situation, keep this in mind. At some point, things will get drastically better. As the child becomes more independent, they'll spend more time away from the home. Eventually, they'll move out. So are you willing to give up on this relationship rather than push through? I know that years sounds like forever, especially when you're dealing with a difficult child, but trust me, it goes by fast. So you have to decide if you can stick it out. But at the end of the day, the bio parent does need to try to get that behavior under control. And you have to let them know how important it is to you that they do something about it. Okay, next question from Carrie in the Facebook group. She says, 
So my boyfriend and I previously discussed how uncomfortable it made everybody in the house when his daughter whispered to him whenever she wanted something, and he said he would talk to her about it. So it continued, and this weekend it was out of control, so I called her out on it. I told her if she wanted something, all she had to do was ask. Well, she ran up in her room and hid, and my boyfriend of three years has now asked me to move on. He's been avoiding me since Saturday night, and now his daughter refuses to come to the house. So, I assume I'm just supposed to let everyone feel uncomfortable and let her run the house? This is a great question, and again, I chose it because it happens a lot. You didn't include how old she is in the question, but I see in the comments that she's 10. After three years together, well, this should have been taken care of long ago. I also don't know the full history here, like, are there any other issues going on with her, or are there other children involved, and other such details about your house. But regardless, Carrie, you you did nothing wrong by trying to deal with a situation that is not being properly handled by your boyfriend. This is a child using great manipulation tactics, something that all kids, especially little girls, are really good at. I should say, especially little girls and their daddies. It's really common. Little girls have a way of just wrapping their daddy right around their finger. The problem is not so much what she's trying to do, but rather what is not being done about it. And I say that because, well, kids are going to push boundaries. It's, it's pretty normal to try to do that. It's really up to the parents to let their child know what is and what is not acceptable. Instead of him doing that, he's enabling the behavior by allowing her to act how she wants and then by taking her side and showing anger towards you. She's learned that she can do this. She's learned by repeating the same patterns that she can get away with it. And if you get angry, he will go against you. And she knows that too. He's not working with you as a team. And until he does, this won't get resolved. She needs to know that her dad supports you. He needs to prove that to her in order to fix her behavior. And the way he's gonna need to do that is by letting her know that she needs to respect you as her stepmom, that she needs to respect everyone in the house by not whispering, as that can be seen as rude by others, that you are his girlfriend and you're not going anywhere and she needs to listen to you, that she cannot run away from her problems. There are lots of things that he needs to say to her, but instead he has chosen to push you out instead. And as she gets older, I hate to say, this could get much worse if he doesn't handle it now. I, I should say it will. It definitely will get much worse if he doesn't handle it now. And I mean right now, before she hits puberty, before it gets any worse than it already has. Have you spoken to her to find out what she has against you? Has he? Perhaps there's something going on in her mind that could be addressed. Maybe she has some wrong information about you, such as from her mom or someone else in the family. There's always a reason why a child shows disrespect toward a step-parent. As in the case with the last question, sometimes getting to the bottom of that can help to fix it. Unfortunately, without your boyfriend's support, it's not going to get better. He really needs to understand that what he's doing isn't helping her or the situation. I'm so sorry, Carrie, for your struggles, but you can rest assured at least that you didn't do anything wrong by asking for some respect. So please let us know what happens. Keep us updated on this. 
And that's going to do it for today. For those of you who are not yet part of the Facebook group, please come join us at blendedfamilypodcast.com slash group. I know that link wasn't working for some time. I just recently found that out from a listener, but it is now fixed. And what you heard today are the types of questions that come through the group, as well as lots of answers, advice, support, all from other families that are facing similar challenges as you are. Also, if you have advice that you'd like to share for any of the listeners who submitted the questions for today, you can always write me or you can comment on the, you know, back in the Facebook group, or you can always leave a voicemail on SpeakPipe, which is going to be speakpipe.com slash blended family podcast. And that link is in the show notes as well. And if you have some advice for a listener, I can always play that advice back on a future show, which would be really kind of fun. So once again, Melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com is my email. You can send your questions to me there. Always let me know if I can't share it on a future episode. I really like doing these listener question shows because I know that you're all dealing with similar issues and it helps you to know that you're not alone in your struggles. Thank you all for listening and thank you for being patient with me while I get through this kind of chaotic, uneasy time in my life. I'll be back next week. Promise. Love you guys. Bye. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.